Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's time for the waiver wire edition of 2022. What, 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 what? Wait a minute, Smitty. It's it's August 20th. That's right, Bob. We're doing the week one, the pre-week one waiver wire show. Let's talk about all the players that might be on your waivers right now in leagues you've already drafted in. We'll try and talk dynasty. We'll try and talk redraft. I'll try and preemptively get you ready for week one because some of these guys you might not be able to grab. You got smaller benches, but I want you to know who they are. I want you to keep them on your radar. This is where leagues can be won sometimes you've got to just monitor these guys but i want you aware and in places where you can grab them existing leagues redraft dynasty doesn't matter the point is i want you to pick them up before it is too late or get them on your radar so you're ready to pounce when you when you need to your boy smitty does waiver wire better than anybody else and i'm going to show you why eli mitchell i told everyone to draft in 2021 but because he was available in so many leagues walking into week one i had him as my number one pickup of the year that's right i do a confidence level score with the top guy on the list each week and pre-week one is no different the confidence level of that player being the best player and best pickup for the entire fantasy season because I don't know how much you need to spend in your league. Only you know how much you need to drop wattage-wise on a player from your fab based on historical fab dropping. I couldn't possibly know. If somebody comes out and tells you you should spend 25% on player X and 22% on player B, they don't know what they're talking about because your league's different than my league. Bob's league is different than Worried William. Upset Unger has a different league than Fantasy Karen. No, no, no. I can't tell you how much to drop. Only you can know that based on historical data in your league. Are people conservative? Do you have to drop $100 out of 100 to pick up any relevant player? What I will do is give you my confidence level that the player we're talking about is going to be or not going to be the best pickup of the year. Last year, Eli Mitchell got a score of 9 out of 10. In week one, that he would be the best pickup of the year. And he was. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Take a lap. Okay, so here's how we do it here on the weekly, the waiver wire show. I can't possibly know how much fab to drop on a player. Only you know that. I don't know if you're working with a bunch of worried Williams who never spend more than 20% of their fab, or maybe your league's full of overreactive Olivers who drop $100 out of 100. Every time you want somebody, you have to drop your full load droppage. I couldn't possibly know that, but what I do know, what I do have is a particular set of skills, skills that make me a nightmare for your league mates, skills I've acquired over a long career, skills that give me the ability to say this player has this percentage chance of being the best pickup of the year. That's right. That's how we do it. My top one or two waiver wire guys for the week. We won't put everybody through the scale. That'd be meaningless. But the top waiver wire pickup or pickups of the week, the top one or two, maybe three, we will plot on the scale from 
one up to 10 of the likelihood of being the best pickup of the entire season. Let's kick off all this awesomeness with uh, the number one waiver wire guy for right now walking into week one. Maybe you've already drafted. Maybe you haven't drafted yet. You want to know who you might want to look out for at the end of your draft because I'm telling people you need to go grab them. So this is going to help a lot of you who haven't drafted yet because you're going to be saying, man, I I don't want to be sitting here after the draft going, I should have drafted these guys. Smitty's telling me to pick them up. So even better if you haven't drafted yet, but if you have drafted yet and these guys are are sitting out on waivers, you're going to have a good indication whether you should go pick them up or not. Or, Or you're in a league where your benches are really tiny. You need to know who to keep on your monitor radar so you can monitor the the rises and falls of these guys and and get a jump on them entering your week one i'm here for you either way let's dig into the top guys to pick up heading into week one pre-week one waiver wire baby number one on the list is brian robinson i'd probably say that isaiah pacheco is going to be maybe number two or number three tyler algier you need to make sure let's spell it right smitty tyler algier could be three or two and i might add somebody as we go but right here these are kind of my favorite top three guys to pick up right now if you've already drafted or if you haven't drafted be aware to grab them at the end of your draft or appropriately like brian robinson you can't draft at the end of the draft anymore this was a guy that went undrafted if you've drafted check your waiver wire if you play with a lot of oblivious oscars they may not be hitting the waiver wire right now go make sure brian robinson isn't there his adp is going to climb to about round eight nine ten or eleven anywhere in there depending on the news why you might ask have you been living under a rock antonio gibson has just become one of the better handcuffs in fantasy football 2022 you heard me right he's a backup he's potentially a backup now to brian robinson already brian robinson was anointed the goal line guy in everyone's mind i mean officially who knows but but right now we know brian robinson is not only starting preseason games looking good has all the the media buzz and hype probably almost certainly has all the goal line work and in a very worst case scenario is probably splitting time with gibson so if he's got all the goal line work and short yardage work and at least half of the up the gut carries maybe a whole bunch of the ppr stuff who knows what mckissick does to that that workload divide you've got the overall volume monster in brian robinson so gibson is now a handcuff while we're fading gibson let me point out that you're still drafting if you go off adp you may not want to use adp at all in this scenario because it's trying to catch up to what's going on but if you do draft brian robinson and gibson together you might have to draft gibson first and when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian Robinson second but until they switch ADPs and the values catch up uh, you got to do what you got to do but it's a crafty flex player to own Gibson's falling to round eight Brian Robinson's climbing he may not be at round eight or nine or ten value yet on the regular because people are still kind of like coming into fantasy right now a lot of unprepared people grabbing their fantasy magazines rushing to the computer ready to draft and they're trying to catch up so they don't really even know Brian Robinson's supposed to be drafted above Gibson so right now you're like at that limbo period but together eighth round and beyond you're getting both of them beyond round eight or at round eight and beyond it's a darn good 
running back duo to cuff and Gibson's the cuff if you botch running back two shopping or if you botch filling your flex spot. I'm just telling you, it's a fantastic running back three or emergency running back two because you screwed up your running back two. Commanding all the goal line work, potentially getting maybe eight to 10 touchdowns this year, Brian Robinson. Sky's the limit for what he can do in the PPR game and the first, second, and third down game. Could be a three down back. He quite arguably, as of this moment, is the best pickup of the year as of this moment. That could change in week one. That can change in week two. Injuries can open the door to an even better pickup every single week for the first you know, four or five weeks of the season. Week 10, something could happen. But as of right now, this guy sits in this range here. I'm going to put him at a 7.5 out of 10 odds of being the best pickup of 2022 probably won't remain there someone's going to come in and knock him off and and be an eight or an eight and a half or a nine last year coming out of week one your boy smitty called eli mitchell a nine to a nine and a half out of ten for being the best pickup of the year and he was not to mention i said draft him cuff him to sermon him and sermon together are a win a league handcuff Yes, yeah, the sermon part failed, but Mitchell was tied to that prediction, so the prediction hit a home run. A 9 to 9.5 out of 10. B-Rob, we're not there yet. We're not going to anoint the first person we come across as a, as a 9 or a 10, but this guy has 7.5 potential out of 10 value on this highest percentage chance of being the number one out of the year. Now, I'm not going to plot everybody on here because it makes no sense once you, you get past the first you know guy or two. <laughs> But Pacheco's got the same kind of upside. He really does. You could put him like at seven. Why do I like Isaiah Pacheco? Isaiah Pacheco could really be a diamond in the rough. I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I still believe Clyde has the best opportunity out of all these running backs here because he knows the offense is one of the most complicated playbooks and offenses in the NFL. He played at 160 pounds last year instead of 205 to 209. That's about 50 pounds. He came in 50 pounds lighter than normal because of the was it the gallbladder surgery, and no one really knew that. He just came in, he worked hard, under-delivered, but he's playing at almost 50 LBs light. So I feel bad for Clyde, and I think Clyde gets a bad rap. Now, Clyde is, is injury-prone as of right now until he until he shakes that label free so right now we feel like okay you gotta cuff him who do you cuff him to isaiah pacheco who's got potential to win your league if you grab him now put him on your bench isaiah pacheco is he better than brian robinson probably not but he could be and i think you put him at seven you could put him right at seven brian robinson seven and a half isaiah pacheco seven these two guys are as of this moment with the current waiver wire pool likely in front of your face these two guys robinson and pacheco have the highest chance, in my opinion, as of right now, to be the best pickups of the year. Seven and a half and seven. So if either one of these guys are available in your current existing league, grab them. If you haven't drafted yet, use this as a lesson that you don't want to walk out of your draft hoping to land these two guys because you forgot to draft them. Warning shot fired. Tyler Algier has a ton of upside this guy is looking like the starter in my mind maybe he doesn't even start week one but they want Cordero Patterson to play more wide receiver again this guy's strong this guy reminds me of a of a Ronnie Brown a Ronnie Brown meets I don't know a Brian Robinson he's very very strong very talented very hard to take down eight to ten touchdown capable if he's starting all the games in 2022 or even if he starts 13 12 games he could have 10 touchdowns he really does have that potential Ritter might be better than a lot of people think Pickett and Pittsburgh too I mean Ritter could maybe march this team down the field a lot more than people think on the regular once Ritter gets his you know hands on the gig and Kyle Pitts Cordero Patterson I mean you got weapons here that are going to stretch the field so I like Tyler Algier a lot 
I'd probably put him in the same rating area as Pacheco. So right around seven. I got to put him a little lower just so you can read his name. But they're Pacheco and uh, and Algier both at about a seven out of 10 for being the best pickup of the year. Robinson's at a 7.5. I don't want to put these guys above that because we're just getting started with the waiver wire content. And I don't think either one yet is deserving of an eight or a nine or a 10 but we could see robinson on a refresh episode maybe before week one robinson i'll i'll do a show every single week this is you know this week's episode of the waiver wire show next week i'll do another pre-week one waiver wire show maybe robinson climbs up to nine or ten you don't know i don't know as of right now 7.5 now i'm not gonna rank Going forward, I'm going to touch on these guys, but I'll give you an indication as to how I, how high I like these guys. Like Khalil Herbert could be a potential, I don't want to call him a league winner, but uh, he could assist you in winning your league. Now, there was a report yesterday that he was carted off the field, but it seemed like sloppy reporting. As far as I can tell, the dude was just getting a ride to the locker room on a cart and somebody reported that he was injured now maybe he did have a little tiny injury but he's back at practice today so don't even worry about that report khalil herbert to the moon baby to the moon i'll try and rank him over on the side here so you got my top three on the on the far left khalil herbert we'll put him right here we may rank someone ahead of him as we go i'm gonna start trying to drag people over in terms of like my my idea for being the top pickup and how much i like them moving forward look davis mills could win leagues Davis Mills could actually win leagues. This guy is on waivers in a number of leagues. If you've got smaller benches, he's oftentimes sitting there on waivers. This guy could be the next, you know, I don't want to call him next top five quarterback, but he could be the next like six to 10 quarterback in fantasy football. And he's sitting there on waivers. He's he's talented. He's got underrated weapons in Houston. Houston's very underrated this year despite all the the drama they're always involved in with this Watson stuff. And, you know, they're kind of like a lesser thought of team, but they've got a lot of weapons. Cooks, they've got Nico Collins, who's also on this list I'll talk about in a second. Damian Pierce, they've got a lot of weapons. And and even Brevin Jordan, who's on this list at the bottom there, the bottom right. A lot of talent, a lot of hidden talent, a lot of undervalued talent. Davis Mills, you were absolutely Smitty approved. And this is not even a Smitty approved segment, but I want to Smitty approve you anyway. Get it, boy. Just been Smitty approved. This guy right here, Ty Davis Price, I have a feeling he's going to start more than a couple games this year. Shanahan runs his running backs into the ground. He runs his entire team into the ground, and I think there's a real opportunity for Ty Davis Price, who's a tough runner. He showed in his last preseason game in week two of the preseason that he can rumble and stumble and run people over. He doesn't go down with one hit. It takes multiple players to bring him down. He would actually thrive. He probably averaged, if I had to guess, five yards per carry in an offense that spreads out the defense because everyone's worried about where Trey Lance is on the field, less box counts. You're going to see this guy, Ty Davis Price, if he's able to rip up defenses on the regular for as many starts as he gets. So if you do own Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, who I do like at the end of round five, top of round six, cuff him to Ty Davis Price. And if you don't get Mitchell, and I love the duel, I'm telling you right now, it's a very, very crafty running back too if you wait on your running back two to own Mitchell and Ty Davis Price. But if you don't own Mitchell, grab Ty Davis Price, TDP. Grab him anyway as a standalone bench guy. I'm kind of moving these guys around. I love George Pickens, man. Something about George Pickens. I really believe this kid is going to be unbelievable. Let's put him there. Who are we going to pit him against right here? I I guess guess Dobbs. Let's, Let's put Dobbs. Dobbs and Pickens. I mean, 
honestly, probably the two most underrated and fun to root for players out of all the wide receivers on on this list here. I believe Pickens will be the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh. And on that note, we got to put uh, Kenny Pickett on this list, especially if we're talking like Dynasty. I mean, he wouldn't be available really in Dynasty, but like maybe trade reasons or whatever, or if you're considering getting rid of him, I just want to make sure we talk about him and redraft. I mean, two QB leagues, you need to grab them. But Pickens and Pickett, they're going to have a connection. They're going to have a rapport that they build early on. Everybody says you're crazy for talking about Pickens over Deontay Johnson. Smitty, Deontay converted here. He did this here. His stats say this. His stats say that. I don't care. He was peppered with targets by Big Ben, who's no longer there. Big Ben was notorious for force-feeding a wide receiver and he did so with Deontay he's not there anymore and Kenny Pickett will soon be the starter if not by week one it'll be very very soon I think he probably grabs the job in week one if he doesn't they're crazy if they don't if they don't give it to him in week one he's gonna grab it by I don't know week halftime halftime of week one George Pickens has the makings of a top 10 to 12 wide receiver in fantasy football and in the NFL now do I count on that in a rookie year no do i expect it no but do i think he could become a wide receiver three in fantasy in his rookie year i do think he could be a wide receiver three in fantasy during his rookie season and give us flashes of what's to come become an eventual wide receiver two in fantasy and maybe climb on and on and on in 2022 redraft leagues that are existing go check your waiver wire make sure he's not sitting there on waivers he should be at least your your bench wide receiver or one of your bench wide receivers and a good shot at getting into that wide receiver three role for you in dynasty highly unlikely he's available probably zero chance but maybe you could trade for him Maybe maybe you had him already and you're considering trading him. Hold on to him. Romeo Dobbs is very similar in that he and Pickens are like the, the top like unknown rookies that are kind of rising up and becoming uh, household names already. Getting on radars and, and people talking about him with the big dogs, uh, the wide receivers. Everybody's been pushing out there all offseason, like the Garrett Wilsons and the Drake Lunnons. And, and then you had the Pickens and, and who's this Dubs guy? Dobbs, Dubs. Who the heck is this Dubs guy? Dobbs is making a name for himself very, very quickly. And A-Rod could laser lock onto him and force feed him along, mature him very quickly. A-Rod, yeah. He usually takes time with his rookie wide receivers, but he doesn't have time. He doesn't have a wide receiver room. This is the first year where he doesn't have the luxury of letting a rookie wide receiver come along slowly. He may have to force Dobbs into situations where he matures very, very fast. And I really like both these guys, and and they shouldn't be available. Nico Collins, no different. Go get Nico. Nico is going to be catching footballs from this man, Davis Mills. Nico Collins is tough. He's strong. He knows how to get a jump ball. And he could arguably, I like Brandon Cooks a lot. I'm not saying he'll take over as the number one, but he could. He could. He's that good. He needs to be owned in all dynasty leagues. He needs to be a very end of your bench wide receiver. And he's got the potential to be every bit as good as anybody's wide receiver three in fantasy football 2022. I really like Jalen Warren. He is now the backup in Pittsburgh behind Najee Harris. If you own Najee, you must cuff Jalen Warren to Najee Harris. You must do it. It's a must cuff. This is one of those must have handcuffs in 2022. And he's a great standalone grab at the end of your bench because if anything happened to Najee, 
he would probably do pretty well. I love what I see out of this kid. Strong ability to catch passes. He could be a three down back. If the Steelers get in trouble at the running back position, they can lean on this kid. I like him a lot. Make sure he's not available in your league. Zamir White, very, very similar in terms of like what we've been talking about with Ty Davis Price and Jalen Warren. Tons of upside. Very strong runner. Could easily become the starter at some point during the year, even if it's four games, five games, or like week 10 on. He could be the future of the the running attack from week 10 on, or he could play one or two games. So we don't really know, but if he gets in there, he should produce very well in a very high octane offense that wants to feed the football to the running back. I like this pickup right now. He shouldn't be available in any format redraft. He's definitely not going to be available in Dynasty, but we got to cover it from all, all angles here. We are an all encompassing redraft Dynasty fantasy football show i think alex pierce needs to be grabbed i mean this kid could be everyone keeps talking about Pittman. i like Pittman too but this kid looks really good wouldn't shock me if he over delivered by an extreme amount and could become a wide receiver three four in fantasy football redraft he definitely is a great grab in dynasty probably not available in a lot of leagues but make sure he's not available in even redraft leagues he's a great end of your bench wide receiver that can come in on bye weeks or become eventually your wide receiver three if all goes well i love uh mckenzie and shakir i like shakir a little more actually but they're talking up mckenzie a lot but shakir is one of the most undrafted players on this entire list and if you're in best ball underdog fantasy drafts which you can go to underdog fantasy by clicking the link in the description using promo code smitty and they'll match up to 100 dollars on your first deposit on underdog but if you're looking for a potential player that that nobody has and you're at the end of your draft and you're like man i need a i need a wide receiver and i've got no one to look at this guy khalil shakir is a great player to snag at the very end of your best ball draft um and not a lot of people are going to own him so as my boy ron navy always says especially with jalen warren who he likes as well you get a difference maker that no one else is going to have on the roster and something pops with that player then you can separate yourself in best ball so just a little gem a couple gems right there jalen warren and and shakir not a lot of people are going to own them so they're they're nice to have on your bench in case they pop keep an eye on kj hamler in case something happens to one of those other wide receivers in, in Sutton and Judy, and even as the wide receiver three, he could do well in Denver. Uh, I love uh, Jawan Dotson and what we're seeing out of him in Washington. Tyler the Beatty Batty could be the starter in Baltimore at some point. You got the all ACL team uh, running up that running back room over in Baltimore in J.K. Dobbins and gus the bus so i don't trust either one i'm not a jk dobbins believer at all coming off an acl tear in a running back by committee with a quarterback that vultures touchdowns it's red flags galore and Beatty's got a lot of upside so we'll put him right there kyron williams broken foot but coming back from that and you got acres and in henderson both struggling with injury kyron could get some run cox catching footballs from matt ryan i really like him as a tight end sleeper i love tyler huntley if he ever gets an opportunity don't don't bring me a bunch of hate on this one but i have a feeling that he's starting multiple games this year lamar jackson runs too much lamar jackson has run a lot in his career already it's not like you i mean you could say to me smitty but josh Allen runs hey you like hurts but hurts runs 
Lamar's run a lot already. Some of it is the mileage that's been adding up and the way they use him, the way they, they rely upon him, the way they try and change his offense up on him and make him play differently and try and control him and it puts him in vulnerable spots. You take away his number one wide receiver in Hollywood Brown. Now what's going to happen? They want to run more than ever and they have two running backs, their top two running backs coming back from ACL tears. I just smell disaster for Lamar who's had two rough years in a row where he's disappointed fantasy owners. He has two years in a row. I break it down all the time. People come at me and say, no, he didn't. No, he did Yes, he did. In 2020, he disappointed. In 2021, he got hurt and he disappointed. And I don't care if injuries don't sound like disappointments to you. They're disappointments to me. Ask Christian McCaffrey owners or Barkley owners or Mike Thomas owners if injuries are a form of bust. Of course they are. And Lamar Jackson worries me when he walks into an offense that they they raptured his number one wide receiver away. They want to gear the offense more toward running the football. And they have two ACL recovering running backs leading the way, which is why I like Tyler the Beatty Batty. But Tyler Huntley should be owned in Dynasty Leagues everywhere. Mahomes loves this tight end. We talked about this on our Zoom call today. If you want in on the Zoom calls, you just click on this blue join button on the main YouTube homepage of my channel and you can join the $9.99 YouTube exclusive membership plan. Cancel anytime. It's all done through YouTube securely. And we do two Zoom calls every single Sunday, one at halftime of the morning games, one at halftime of the Sunday evening game. We break down all the buy lows, sell highs, the top waiver wire grabs. You can have your mic off and your camera off. You can just listen, but it's amazing. It's the best thing that the best product I have, frankly, to chill with you guys all Sunday. And we talked about this guy right here. Caught two touchdown passes, I believe, from from Mahomes yesterday. Mahomes loves him. And if something happened to Kelsey, he'd go crazy. Pickett, already talked about Pickett. Gerald Everett's a tight end in, in L.A. Catching footballs from, from Justin Herbert. Brevin Jordan's going to catch footballs from my boy Davis Mills. Another weapon, like I said earlier, you got, you got Davis Mills. Uh, you got Brevin Jordan. You got Nico Collins. This is a very underrated Houston attack. That's your early look at the waiver wire week one, pre-week one waiver wire episode one we'll do a refresh of this next week no one does waiver wire like your boy smitty where we use a scale of confidence a confidence level and brian robinson leads the way with a 7.5 a 7.5 confidence level of being the best pickup of the year we'll of course have higher numbers than that as the season goes along he might be the guy that goes higher you know because it could be a repeat player but for right now brian robinson isaiah pacheco and Tyler Algier are your top three pickups right now. Most likely to be the highest percentage chance so far. Four best pickups of the year. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your lifetime membership, your one-on-one text advice with me. Trade calculator, bull predictions, articles galore. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. That's my content site. Go get your content. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.